Hello and welcome to the McGeppin Prize Star Wars The Force Awakens spoiler cast. Yes, hello and welcome. This is Gavin here. This is Ian. Uh, so, as he mentioned, this is a spoiler-filled Star Wars Force Awakens review. If you have not seen The Force Awakens, turn off now. Yes, do not listen at all, because we're going to get into spoilers in three, two, one. Han Solo. Han Solo dies. <laughs> <laughs> Still listening? <laughs> we warned you. You have been warned. Yeah. You might as well keep listening now. <laughs> Did you know going in that was going to happen? No, no, no. Some fuckhead. I can't find it because I was going to, you know, find them, destroy them. I, um, I, some I, fuckhead I, on the Star Wars fan, Malaysian Star Wars fan club page. Yeah. Put that picture, which <laughs> was doubly annoying because a that means they took a photo in the cinema. Yeah. Which is annoying. Yeah. But also, thanks. Now just give me a nice paper cut and pour some orange juice on it. So you knew going in. That I that had an idea. I quickly closed and I was like, maybe they're just taking the piss. Maybe. Right. Right. Um, no, I didn't know. I uh, well, I mean, as I've mentioned, I I went out of my way with this movie to really know as little as possible. Yeah. I mean, and thankfully, so thankfully, the marketing team also went Got out of the their memo. went out of their way to not to not you know show as much as possible. Yeah. And they were um, all they were all themed mood trailers. Like I would, going in, you literally had no idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, kudos to the marketing team. I yeah. mean, this was this movie was marketed brilliantly. Mm. Um, so yes, I did not know about any of the things that were going to happen going into it. Yeah. So, um, if you're listening to this, <laughs> we're assuming you've already seen it, so I don't think it's really necessary to uh, talk too much about the story. No, I mean, we might, might step through it a little bit. Uh, 30 years have passed, Luke Skywalker has fucking disappeared. Luke Skywalker has disappeared, has I guess the first line yes. of the crawl. Luke right? Skywalker is, yes, he's disappeared, and there's, a, has vanished. there's a new... There's a new threat, the new first threat. order. Yeah. Um, and the next movie will be the second order. And yeah. The next movie that, so. Third order, basically. We've got a Star Wars movie coming out every year. Yeah. Um, well, we've got an episode every we, two years. Yes, but we've got a Star Wars movie coming out every year. The next one will be Rogue One, which takes place between episodes three and four. Yeah. Uh, but we can get into that um, in a later. Oh, episode. it's three and four. It's not the lead up to the first Death Star. I keep getting confused about this. It is. It is. Oh, yeah, 17, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get confused. I, that, no, I just, I'm confused all the time. <laughs> well, you're also still jet-lagged. Sorry, what? <laughs> I left my brain somewhere in the Middle East. Okay, uh, so you want to go first or? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I suppose we can start off with what we thought of it yeah. overall. Yeah. I mean, I, f f when it first started, I mean, I saw it in the Savoy one in Dublin, which is a cinema where I saw all the Lord of the Rings movies when they first came out. Yeah. It's yeah. one of my favorite cinemas. Yeah. And it is a bit weird because it's an old cinema, but it's not IMAX. Yeah. So there were an awful, I got. I forgot this. I sat in the back, second row from the back. There's an awful lot of people in front of me, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which kind of removes some of the immersions a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, modern cinemas are a bit smaller. Yeah. So you're actually sitting close to the screen, so it's, it fills your vision. It, even though it's a big screen, so I one didn't quite, you know, I could see and that ball guy in front of me. And you saw it pretty much like opening day, right? Yeah, I saw it on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I saw it um, after the opening weekend. So I think it opened on a Thursday, mm -hmm. I think, and I saw it on Monday. Yeah, our Wednesday here. I saw it on the Thursday at 2 p.m., and uh, there was one child in there, and the rest of it was men, man children. Yes, and their 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 girlfriends. There, there, there were there were quite a few there were quite a few kids in in the uh, in the audience, but they were all accompanied by like their single dads who were wearing Star like the moms weren't with them. There were there was a lot of Star Wars T-shirts, and I was happy to see that no one was wearing the Star Wars T-shirt I was but wearing underneath I, my jumper. <laughs> I, I got I got to say one one brilliant bit was um, after the movie was over. Mm -hmm. um, this you know the 
the wife went to the uh, toilet, so I was waiting outside for. Now, right out, right outside the IMAX um, uh, screen uh, uh, hall. You went to Wonder Time. Was yeah. yes, yes. Um, I mean, I was, I was not gonna, I was definitely gonna watch this in IMAX. Yeah. Um, and there was a poster for this Malay movie. I think it's called Cinta Langit. Uh-huh. I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. It's a Norfa Zero movie. This this guy was walking out with his son. His son couldn't have been older than six or seven. Right. The son clearly the movie blew his mind. Right. Clearly, and the the dad is like, "What you think of the movie?" And the son was like, "It was, it was awesome." <laughs> he turns and sees this poster for Chinta Langit. His face just turns like like twists, and he goes, "What is that?" <laughs> And the father's like, never mind that. <laughs> father's like, what was your favorite part? Bear in mind, there's people waiting to go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid goes, the part where he killed Han Solo. <laughs> it's like the, it's and, the Homer Simpson moment. And there's people waiting to go in, and you just see them go, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, fuck yeah. Um, I think I was listening to the Slash film cast, and the... The guy who runs Slash Film isn't normally there. Um, it's not Devin Faraci, it's another guy. Peter Scretta. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's on the podcast, and they were all at a special screening that took up apparently all of Hollywood Boulevard or somewhere yeah, in the yeah, US yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. And as they were walking out and discussing it, with everyone around them had seen the movie, yeah. and they talked about something along those lines in front of a security guard. And he just turned and looked at him and went, really, dude? Really? <laughs> so there was a lot of that going around. There's a lot of that. Um, but it took me a while to get into it at first because I mean I was enjoying the fact that it took its time with what was going on but it does kind of like it's a kind of an odd scene that first scene feels like quite cramped it does a little bit that first attack scene and you're kind of who are these people what's going on the moment that Kylo Ren stops the blaster bolt you're like ooh yeah I like that. Well, okay. I mean, I actually liked the um, the opening sequence. You know, the opening sequence where all of the, where the first order arrive and basically take out a village because yeah. they're searching for because they're bastards. Yeah, for Poe Dameron because he's got he's got basically the <laughs> and uh, gives it to the droid. I mean, okay. You know, <laughs> I like that sequence. I like that sequence. Okay. Okay. I think there's y- y- you have to look at it in two ways. Mm-hmm. You got to look at it as a movie on its own mm-hmm. and judge it like that. And then you put your Star Wars fan cap on and you talk about it as a Star Wars movie and as a as a movie that continues the mythology. Right. Okay. As a I mean, there's, there's a third path as well, which is you look at it as reigniting a franchise, I think, as well. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm, some uh, yeah, of what you might yeah. say. In terms of reigniting a franchise, I think it's undoubtedly a resounding success. Yes. No, I, I think that. But also... It's a reignition and a remix in certain ways. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to that. So, that's I mean, like, in terms, of, you were say, in terms yeah. of relaunching the franchise, I don't think anyone, even people who don't like the movie, can argue with the fact that it is a huge success. Yeah. It is the highest grossing film in American cinema history. Yeah. <laughs> it's overtaken Avatar. Yeah. So, no one's arguing with whether or not the Star Wars franchise is, <laughs> is in danger. Yeah, Disney <laughs> made a good investment. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, yeah. Um... And okay, this is what I like about it. In terms of it being a, as a, in terms of it being just like a, a science fiction film, mm. it's a very fun movie. Yeah. Okay. So looking at it like that, surprisingly so, it's a fun and funny movie. Yes. So looking at it like that, in terms of it being not not thinking about, it's not thinking about any of the baggage. Yeah. The movie is very fun. It's incredibly well executed. It's it's a very it's a fun ride. Yeah. Okay. So let's get that 
sorted. I'm not. It's not like Full you know. You know, it's not like fuck this movie. That's not where I'm coming from. Now, what I like about it is that it's it's a double-edged sword because what I like about it is also part of the problem. Is that it's I I love how they managed to recapture the look and feel of the original the original movies. Mm-hmm. Like the prequels, I think we can all uh, agree are dog shit. Well, I mean, like storytelling aside, there was something very fake about them because Still, yeah. because they were all every, because everything was CG. Yeah. Whereas with this, um, it's the complete opposite. They 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 haven't shot digital. They've shot it on film. Um, they've it, built it, sets. They've built sets. It looks amazing. The landscapes are beautiful. The world. Uh, I mean, they've created like all of the um, everything feels real. Yeah. Um, so much so that uh, when a CG character does turn up, mm. it looks really out of place. Yeah, um, you know because they've, you know, J.J. Abrams has. There's a lot of practical on-set effects happening, mm. um, and it looks amazing. You know, um, when Admiral Akbar turns up, yeah, it's like looks great. Yeah, that's not CG. No, and it looks great. And Nian Nyob's head looks fucking huge. Yeah, but when but when uh, Snoke turns up, it's like. Who the fuck is this guy? Someone needed you know, to go around the back of the hologram projector and give it a slap a few times. It kind of looked like an unfinished effect. Yeah, it did in places. Although it looked better the second time I saw it. Okay. I've seen it twice. Uh, the first time I saw it, I thought, this looks weird. Mm. The second time I saw it, he looked better. It still looked out of place because yeah. the movie has so much on-camera effect. Yeah. Um, same thing with um, uh, Maz Ma- Kanata is that she looked better the second time around. Yeah. The first time I saw it, she looked like an like like a CG character. Yeah. Um, okay. So, in terms of the story, y- y- there's nothing particularly original about it. No, it's not. It, it is. It is episode four, the remix. The remix. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> they the amount of. Of story of story beats from episode four that they yeah. that they follow is borderline ridiculous. Yeah, even down to like the final fucking like how do we destroy this thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, you I, know. Yeah, I, we need to get the fuck away from you know spherical empirical death machines. Yes, and you know there's this one little thing that some create some crack pilot has got to like sh- fire some some fucking laser balls in yeah. to blow the whole thing up. Like I mean I think. Uh, Empire, kind of, uh, not Empire, Jedi had the thing where you have the space battle and that as well. Yeah. Like it is a, and it, it is a, a coordinated effort. Yeah. Whereas this is like a rehash. It's like, yeah, they need to, no more Death Stars or weapons or planet killers. It, it needs to be fucking um, admiralty battles in space. Yes. That would be cool. Yes. Starfleet's going against each other with our heroes in amongst it all would be great. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm concerned, new characters. I lose interest as soon as the old characters come on come on screen. Yeah, really. Yeah, nothing to do with the actors. Okay. Like I thought, everyone played their role very well. Mm-hmm. Like John, John Boyega plays Finn very well. Uh, Daisy Ridley plays Ray very well. Yeah. I mean, none of the, uh, like Oscar Isaac is, is fun as Poe Dameron, but Oscar Isaac is a lot of fun, and it, there's, there's an element of his character in that he's supposed to die in that crash and in the fight at the end, and yeah. he kind of pops up again. Yeah. But and that kind of leads into a problem with the movie, I think, which is that from what I've heard afterwards. They did seem to be deciding an awful lot of things very late in the process. Yeah. Like him dying or a load of other things. There's a lot of extra footage that has been in trailers and stuff like that that mm-hmm. um, leads to different stories. Or Maz Kanata was supposed to be on the Falcon and meet Lee and stuff like that. There's a, it, that worries me slightly in yeah. that they're kind of, they're, you know, they're not fiddling while the, de- while the Titanic sinks, but they're, you know, they're literally just, you know, putting the last 
brush strokes of paint on as it's going out there. They they basically decided they wanted to do a new trilogy, but they haven't they haven't based they haven't come up with a plan for a new trilogy. There's yeah. a very rough plan. They were focusing entirely on episode seven and mm. trying to get episode seven right. And what they get right, they really get right. Mm. When the movie fires on all cylinders, it is it's breathtaking. Yeah. You know, um, and that that really sort of came across uh, watching it the second time is that when the movie works, it really does work. But what would be your example of what works really well in your opinion? Okay, I mean, like, uh, like I actually really liked the build-up. Like, I really liked the bits on Jakku, mm-hmm. um, the bits the where we get to know um, Ray. I liked that. It's, it's one thing about it, and it's in comparison to the Star Trek movies, is that there's not a lot of time given to nice moments. Yes. And a lot yes. of, like, just her sitting around or just looking at yeah. stuff, or it lingers on people's faces nicely, I thought, which was very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought that the movie did take a nice amount of time uh, for you to get to know the new characters, because I think the because uh, uh, I think they, they knew that as soon as Han Solo pops up, you, yeah, yeah, you know, you're not the you're drowning in Solo. Yeah, exactly. Um, when Han Solo and Chewie turn up, it is a beautiful moment. Yeah. It is it is wonderful to see them in those roles again and in that jacket. It's, yeah, it's great to see Carrie Fisher as Leia again. Yeah. You know, I mean, when Mark Hamill finally does turn up, finally, it it he looks badass. Yeah, you know. Um, okay, <laughs> just. You're dancing around what you want to say. Go straight into it. We can we can deal with everything else later. Okay, I mean, the villains suck. Really? The I, the villains suck. So you didn't like Kylo Ren? I like Kylo Ren until he starts to suck. <laughs> when does he start sucking for you? As soon as he takes his mask off, he sucks. You just don't like Adam Driver's face? No, I don't mind that. What I don't like is that, okay, first of all, you, you make him out to be this badass, mm. like... Like he's the badass. Did, the thing they did with his voice is excellent. Yes. The, the voice modulation yes. is cool. Stopping blasters is cool. Yes. I like it's the tan- badass. The tantrums are cool. Yes. I don't. I didn't mind the tantrums. No, I, I like them because that's the, the the dark side is so brimming with fucking anger. Yes. I did, I got I got no issues with that. And also you, you that could, leads to the humor of stormtrooper saying, "Let's go another way." Yeah. 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 Which, which is, is great. Which, which is great. Yeah. No, I mean, th- there's a lot. There's a lot of more work. More things work than they don't work. Yeah. yeah. But. It's like you you build him up to be this really ba- badass villain, and then in the second half of it, he's just this emo bitch who can't get anything <laughs> done, who can't do shit. All right, yeah. you know. And then you got Captain Phasma, fucking waste of space. Yeah, they better. See, there's, a, there's videos online of people saying like before before the movie comes out, and they're all like, you know, all this Phasma shit, like bought collectibles. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. The day after, just throwing it in the. You bin. know, it's like it's it's Darth Maul. It's Darth yeah. Maul all over again. No, 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 it's not even Darth Maul. It's um. The second Ewok from the right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she, so wait, she gets held up? You know, she might have been thrown into a trash compactor. Might we have been. She might have survived to the next she movie might. to come back. She might be we dead. Don't, we don't Remember, know. Remember uh, Samuel L. Jackson, when he was going to be in the prequel, said, George, I will be in it, but just, and, uh, I don't mind dying. Just don't let me go out like a bitch. Yeah. This is Captain this Phasma Phasma. goes out like a bitch. Yeah, it's, we, really, it's really weird, actually, because it's such a cool character design. Yeah, yeah. And it just wet. But again, if you talk about the parallels with the original trilogy, she's Boba Fett. She is. I mean, but again, who gives? You know, I mean, like the she's probably the vil- got she's probably got the same amount of screen time as Boba Fett. Probably, probably. Like the villains. Okay, the villains just don't do it for me. I'm like, I mean, and what what upsets me is that they really did it for me in the first half. Yeah. And then it's like you just like, huh? That's it. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you got fucking uh, who's who's the other? You know, S- Supreme Leader Snoke. Snork. Okay. First of all, the name sucks. Yeah. Snoke. Snork. The name sucks. 
Um, and because it's a CG character, it just feels really out of place in this very tactile world. Yeah, very um, much so. And also, the fact that it's 30 feet tall doesn't help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, just weird. It's just weird. He looks... Mm. There's something about it that he looks like a copy from another movie that I saw that I didn't like. Yeah. You know? Uh, General Hux just looks like a fucking bag of shit. Yeah. You know, he just, I mean, like, he just, <laughs> went, that, 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 like, little speech that he does when he starts screaming, I, I laughed. Really? I laughed. I he's, mean, not, I just, he's non-threatening. I he's, mean, he, he's non-threatening. Did you, I heard uh, in the Empire podcast, they mentioned that actual Admiral Nita's in this, or General Nita. Uh-huh. I, I watched Empire on the flight over. I was oh like, yeah. fuck it, I'm, I'm going to fall asleep anyway, so there's no point watching a, a new movie. Mm. But remember Nita? Yeah, I remember Nita. Yeah, so apparently Nita's on the bridge of the Star Destroyer, which is a nice touch. Yeah. But yeah, Donald Gleeson didn't... Didn't I make do, an I do impression. Agree to, he didn't uh, have the authority necessary. Didn't make an impression. Mm. Didn't make an impression. And and they, they tried to do this thing where you're like, ooh, who's the real villain? Is it, you know, is, like, is it General Hux or is it uh, Kylo Ren? And, mm. and, and they both kind of cancelled each other out. Neither, in the second half of the movie, neither one of them really made much of an impression. And Kylo Ren just turns out to be useless in the second half of the movie. Mm. He can't get shit out of Rey. This is another thing that pisses me off. It takes Luke three movies to learn how to use the Force. Yeah. This chick does it in five minutes? Okay, now, yeah. Now, did you hear Max Landis's rant? Yes. I completely agree with every word he okay, said. Okay, so for those of you who don't realize, <laughs> I don't know, you know, Max Landis is very opinionated, and he also, he's very big into making YouTube videos. There's a lot on this. This is, this is part of the, I was telling Gavin earlier, um, part of what sustained me and kept me awake in Ireland uh, while I was dealing with jet lag and things like that was coffee and outrage on the internet. It, it feeds me. It's like if I if I just look at some outrage on the internet, it keeps me going. You, for the you rest are of the day. you are parallax, I, and, yeah. and and you yes. will you will feed on. This. I, I feed on this stuff. Yeah, just I, I, I'm I'm just like the yellow. I'm just yellow. Um, the thing about Max Landis was he was. He referred. He got into trouble because he referred to Daisy Ridley's character Ray as a Mary Sue. And Twitter is one of the worst areas to have nuanced conversations. You got to think about what you're saying, and you got to think about the fact that your intent will not always be seen. Now, Mary Sue character is known for using. It started from fan fiction where people would write themselves into a story where everyone thinks they're amazing. I mean, one of the a big example of uh, Mary Sue would be uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or yeah. Twilight. Yeah. You know, like the character is a they are a vessel for the author's hopes and dreams and like everyone thinks they're amazing basically nothing nothing is a challenge for this person yeah and everything comes easily and everything ha just happens easily for yeah. this for this character and i will say there's some merit in what he says now the way he said it might have been not the best way and then he pissed off lexi alexander the director of punisher warzone and she blocked him and then he tried to get his followers to send her a video message and that all went really bad yeah so don't be an ass on twitter other people won't talk to you on so now he might be able to say that a better way or phrase it a better way. In my in my feeling for th around that was she is a little bit too overconfident, and I would say that what that looks like they're doing is setting up for the next movie a reason for that. However, the original prequel, uh, the original trilogy, didn't have that kind of. I mean, it was a blessing in disguise the that they were made one at a time because she, she it didn't have she, that setup. She has no real arc in the sense that she's exact. She's pretty much exactly the same at the beginning as she is at the end. In, in the sense that nothing nothing comes difficult for nothing is difficult for her mm. I, I can see that yeah nothing really if you think about it yeah like uh, like at the beginning when it looks like she's gonna be taken advantage of and and and, and when uh, Finn's gonna go and save her she saves herself but that and is cool that is cool that no, she's it's cool she never needs anyone's yeah, help yeah, it's that. cool like, but, but that's just it is yeah. that she continues to never need anyone's help mm. and that does not make for a very compelling character. So while I enjoyed her character uh, development bits in Jakku, once she left Jakku, I s 
it, it, it she got less and less interesting because there was no like that she never ever fucked up yeah I, Whereas I, I, what I, makes Luke such an amazing character is that he's he, a whiny fucking fanboy. Is that he never stops fucking up. Yeah. And there's something about somebody. Somebody was it? Did Max Landis write that? I think he wrote something about that. But yeah. Luke is awful. Yeah, uh, but that's what makes him a great character. Yeah. So I mean, like I watched, you know, like I, I watched the Max Landis stuff, and uh, and I am like paraphrasing a couple of things that he said, hmm. but I, b- because that was <laughs> I had so much frustration hmm. when that bit where she uses the force with the stormtrooper with Daniel I, Craig yeah I was pissed really I was fucking pissed yeah the I was Jedi just, mind trick is not an easy thing when, to pull off but I was already annoyed because just before then she fended off Kylo Ren yeah the guy who stopped a blaster a, a, a blast no one <laughs> in the history of the Star Wars franchise has, has ever dis- has ever displayed that kind of power yeah and here is this chick from Jakku who just somehow like is able to fend him off just by moving forward. Yeah. Now <laughs> and I'm hoping what I'm what I'm the, the impression I got is that they're investing an awful lot of stuff outside the film. Like for example, uh, this is this is an uh, this is the tip of the iceberg. A bigger part of the iceberg I think is that it's never really explained how the resistance, the republic and the new order react to each other yeah it's like the 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 republic tolerates the new order for some reason Mm -hmm. i think they do mention the republic fleet right there is a republic fleet so the republic does have an army to defend itself but it seems to be fighting a proxy war with the resistance yeah so there's this idea that i don't think it wasn't in the in the original movie the original movie and it's again this is what happens when you know george lucas had limited budget and scale and scope on the first movie and as a result everything's explained with the the moths will take over or the, the, the planetary governors will take over direct control the, the senate is disbanded yeah there you go yeah that's how things are working yeah um there's hints at her parentage again that the the the, the vision thing is not really clear if it if there'd been a bit more clarity there maybe yeah. Yeah. if there'd been like mention of i i can't believe i'm saying this considering how often it's overused there's mention of like a parentage or a prophecy or some of that that yeah. might help as well yeah it seems like i Reckon they're going to pay that off in the next one and the one after they that. They better. And it's they better. And hopefully it'll be the same with the way things are set up with regards to what the new order is actually about. First, I keep wanting to call them new order. <laughs> the first order. Yeah, the first order. Because love will yeah. tear them apart. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I did get the feeling that they were putting that off. And it didn't bother me. Every t- I thought I really bought into the character. I really liked her. I really enjoyed being with her on screen. When uh, the fight with the final fight with Kylo Ren, you can say that she's holding her own because he's a rage monster. He doesn't know. He hasn't completed his training, I don't think. Well, you, you she see, and the thing is, some of her vision might have been she might have been more trained than she thought she had. Maybe, maybe. I mean, like I, they better explain some shit. Yeah. If they do, and if they do, if they do nicely, you'll be okay, right? If they do actually explain yeah, that they, she has a parent because she has training from the camp, like. But but, e- but even then, even then, you know, yeah. it's like how the hell she fixes the falcon the, easily. She fixes the falcon she in ways the, that the mind it, trick, no problem. Exactly, exactly. It, it, it just comes too easily. She can get a, a a lightsaber from the other side. Now, the other thing that I thought maybe that I got the idea coming out of the cinema was that they're setting it up so easy because easy is the way of the dark side. And I'm thinking the next films will be her temptation, and she'll go over, and actually Adam Driver will come back. Sorry, Kylo Ren will come back. In the dark side. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, that, I would, mean, be, that would be interesting, I think. That would be interesting. If, but they, we'll if see. they build her up as a hero Let's and then she goes absolutely apeshit and hopefully kills a village full of sand people and their children again. Could be, I mean, could be, inter- I mean, could be interesting if they go in that direction. Somehow I doubt they will because mm. uh, that sounds just a little too creative. <laughs> um, but I got the idea, what, time, mentioning Anakin Skywalker, one of the things I thought as well was what always stood me up recently has been um, Alec 
lying, Guinness is lying. Obi Wan liar Kenobi. To Luke about when I first met your father, he was a great fighter pilot. Yeah. Or he's a great pilot. Yeah. And this movie does that. Like if you think about it, I, I haven't sat down and thought about it fully, but this could be like the actual, you know, recasting the meaning of Anakin and Obi Wan in a way. Like they haven't really figured in the Obi Wan character yet. Maybe Luke is gonna be that role. Yeah. But the fact that that is the kind of thing I always I wanted that I wanted Obi Wan and Anakin to meet where he's like a fucking forklift driver in a spaceport and, and Obi-Wan Kenobi's on a Jedi secret Jedi mission and he gets a ha- he, Anakin gives him a hand gets him out of the scrape yeah Obi-Wan realizes that his piloting skills enter the force and they go from there and they have adventures together and it's fun and then it goes dark and then it's great yeah not what the prequels did yes yeah. I think SFX did an article about how the story beats are there for that story yeah but the fucking pod racing and Moffat children and bad acting and stupid things on Tatooine fucked all that up yeah um I'm not as mad about that stuff as you are. Yeah. Um. I was a little bit. Yeah. The. I mean, I'm more puzzled by it, and that, that's intriguing. Not. That's annoying. It's. I mean, yeah. I, but that's not what annoyed me the most. Did about you go me. to your room and slash your sl- no, lightsaber no. all over the place after that? No, no, no. I mean, like, honestly, I'm not. You know, I'm not like. Uh, you're not mad. You're just disappointed. It's. You know, I'm I'm talking about it now because there's this platform to talk about it. It's not it's not like it's not it's like it's not like you're telling people in Seven Eleven when yeah, you buy a bill. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what did know? you what did you think of that, that whole Ray thing, right? Yeah. What do you mean you liked it? <laughs> you know, uh, it, I I'm not that bugged by it. It's just because this is a yeah. fucking Star Wars uh, spoiler <laughs> cast. Um, but you know, there were things that um, I felt, you know, they they kind of I'm um, I was upset. Not not upset. I was. I just didn't like the fact that they went there. <laughs> You're conflicted. Um, I thought it was a huge mistake to kill off Han Solo. You thought huge so? mistake. Not a mistake to kill him off, but a mistake to kill him off so early. If you're doing a new trilogy, mm. kill him off in the second one. Mm. You know, because it'll it'll the the, the impact will be just as just as big. Well, and and also with him gone, there's a you, the gaping you, wound in, this, uh, in the franchise. There's a gaping wound with the humor. A mm. lot of the humor comes from from Han Solo. He. Mm. Out of all of the main, all of, out of all of the older characters, he's the one that really fuels a lot of the humor. Um, and it was just, I mean, I understand why they did it. Yeah, I mean, for me, I see it as, as a, it's the passing of the torch in one way, story-wise, story mm. beats-wise, in that they are very much setting up, like, the, the whole s- meat of that scene is, yeah. you know, ha- Adam Driver saying, you know, I need to do this thing, and it's hard, I need your help. Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, yeah, do it, and then he fucking kills him. That's going to come back. Yes, that's going to be a huge part of the following movies. There's yes. going to be a lot of brooding in his room, listening to Nirvana yes. and agonizing over that. Yes, uh, in front of Snoke. And now he, and I mean, it's nice the fact that you know he wore a mask at the start because he was like an emo goth kid mimicking something. Yeah. Now he has an actual scar that he can hide under, which so that's kind of cool. Mm. But I thought that you know, it wasn't as shocking as I thought it would be. I mean, it was more just the fact of seeing these guys on screen. There were moments where I teared up, but there weren't. It wasn't that moment. Yeah. There were other moments that were more like it. Another nice point is that every time anyone from the original trilogy was on screen. The audience I was with broke into applause. Okay, I don't know why, but when people applauded at the cinema, yeah, it really annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> why do I not? Why am I not Because because it was like, you are applauding. Okay, when when people applaud when they, they can't hear you. When people applaud when they see like the the old characters. Oh, the Millennium Falcon. I get that. Yeah, I get that. When people start applauding just because the Lucasfilm logo comes on. That bugs me. Okay. Because let's be honest, it's you, not, yeah. you are applauding just so everyone will know you're a fan. Mm. That's the only reason. <laughs> That's the only reason you're applauding. It's like, I love Star Wars. 
no, and I want you to know. I think my screening had a few whoops, which is happiness to see it, but the actual, it was more the actors. When the actors came on screen, yeah. it was like... That I don't have an issue with. Cool. That I don't have an issue with. I have an issue with these fucking schmucks who just clap before anything happens. You know, it's like, because really, if you're really honest about it, that's the only reason you're clapping, is because you <laughs> want people to know you're a fan. It's not because you think... Oh, this movie's gonna be awesome! No, you might si- you might think that's the reason, but that's not the reason. Um, but I mean, they are they are very clearly moving forward. Yes, which yes, means yes. I mean, like yes. Princess Le- okay. General Leia has a lot less to do. Yes, I mean that's why Han Solo's death factors into that, yes. and also Ford's wanted out since Empire. Yes, yes. I mean, See, that's yes. they have to work. He wanted to die in Empire. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, taking that. Okay, but what really bugged me? <laughs> what really bugged me? It's a, it's a pity you can't. This should have been our first video review because mm-hmm. you can't really convey how much you're just vibrating. What really? And okay, and the thing is, is like I'm not so I'm not too sure how you know bugged I should be about this because they may explain more stuff yeah. in episode eight. Um, I really hate their explanation for Luke Skywalker's disappearance. So I just left. So basically, let me get this straight. He opened up a school. Mm-hmm. The school didn't go the way he wanted, and so he left. Yeah. That to, that to me is just pissing all over Luke Skywalker's legacy. Mm. Well, you I know? mean, the, the, the fact is, and I- and not to mention, it's also episodes one, two, and three. Mm. Kind of. So basically, he learned nothing from Obi. He, well, he learned everything from Obi Wan. Follow his lead. Disappear. You know, and it's just like, really now. There's really, b- there's been a lot of stuff about like before the movie came out about how he is a danger in a way to the universe, and maybe that's part of it. I mean, they didn't really—that's another part they didn't explain very well. This whole Knights of Ren, what happened at the school? Yeah, I mean, obviously he tried to train Ben Solo. I mean, there's one I, again. The Empire podcast—I've been listening to other podcasts that point out good ideas. Um, you know, maybe the school—they weren't all killed; they all just went to the dark side. Maybe. Or maybe it's just the fact that he failed. Like if it was a, such a big failure, he's like, to do this is a huge risk to me and to the universe. It would have taken a less, minute, less than less than five minutes to explain it. To explain this, yeah. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like on one hand, I'm like, you better fucking, you better, you, you got some explaining to do in episode eight. Yeah. You know. JJ um, Abrams is like, hey Ryan, what? Explain all this, will you? Because I can't figure it out. Yeah, maybe. And I, again, I, I say, it was just the last one I listened to. Empire made a good point as well about how Chris Columbus had to set up the Harry Potter movies very rigid or very, you know, it was a pretty, it was a pretty flat adaptation. Like it yeah. was almost identical. It was yeah. almost worth yeah. the page yeah. to page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In order to set the boundaries for other people to, 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 to write the jazz in, right? He right. set the notes and then they wrote the jazz. Hopefully they're doing the same for Ryan Johnson and maybe you feel like, I'm not sure how, I don't know enough of Colin Trevorrow's stuff to know what's coming out the next one or one after that. Yeah. But, um, I don't think it's, that much of a worry. I think uh, losing losing Han Solo is like. I mean, what, what, around that, I would like to see the Wookiee more mad. Um, yeah. About yeah. that whole thing, and also he should have got a hug from Leia. But um, he should have. He should have. I did like the moment where she realizes it's happened. Like she's yeah. not. Yeah. She's too fucking busy to do the, the, the Force training. Yeah. But so, but she's she's uh, strong enough with the Force to sense when something happens to her husband. Yeah. But she's not strong enough with the Force to know where the fuck her brother is. To to know where her brother is or to realize when she meets Ray that like the force is clearly all over this chick. Yeah, it was white on rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just I know there's there's shortcuts taken. It seems like the more I think about it, it seems a bit more patchworky. Yeah. Um, um you know, when when Luke Skywalker finally does turn up at the end in Kerry, I mean in yeah. in Ireland Skellig's. Yeah, yeah. He looks badass. Yeah. And you, and you're just like she holds out this she holds out the lightsaber and after a while you're like you dropped it. The only reason 
You're holding it out so you can get the aerial helicopter shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There could have been... There, I mean, like... She holds the fucking lightsaber out. He looks at it. It flies away from her hand. He grabs it. And there. No, no. And then he says, <laughs> Begun. Your training has. <laughs> because he's, he's a 20 a day man. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it would be nice to have a line from it. It is also a weird ending for a Star Wars movie. I mean, even Empire... Life is a series of downbeats. Yeah. There's an ending there. Yes. This is not an ending. This is not an ending. This is this is desolation of smoke. Yeah. And you know. This is this is a blue balls ending. And you're and you're like, huh? I would rather have not seen Mark Hamill. <laughs> also, why didn't Leia go with him to see her brother or bring Arthur? Although you gotta you gotta admire the theatrical flair in which he took his hood off. Yeah. Did and you also, notice that? How long was he standing there for? Did you notice he was standing there for a long time? Okay, so the we have to, you know. These things are going to happen. Have you seen? There's emo Kylo Ren Twitter account. Uh, yes, I've seen. And then that. there's I'm so lonely. Um, Anakin, uh, Luke Skywalker <laughs> account. He's like light side, dark side. I'll join either. Just if someone will come get me, that'd be great. I just I I just loved the way he he he, he, he took off his hood because it was so theatrical. It was really like yeah. <laughs> it's like hey, it's the trickster from the Flash. Hey, <laughs> he's shattering it up. Yeah, <laughs> nice beard. Um, no, he looks great. Let's turn the ship around and get back onto the good, the light side of the force. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is too. It yeah, I'm done. That, 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 that's that. That's all that bugged me. Okay. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. That was that was fine with me. I mean, I. I think I have hope in that they're going to explain Daisy Daisy Ridley's uncanny abilities in the next one. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think they need to the flesh out some of apparently some of the what the the setup is fleshed out in some of the book. Which is awful. Even like even the you know the angry, angry stormtrooper who calls Finn a, tra- a traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a fan favorite. Apparently, now he's in the books as well. No, he's in. He's actually does. He's part of Finn's training unit or something like that. Okay. okay. Oh, speaking of weird things like that, like just like you know weird ancillary things, the guys from the raid were like, yeah. "Hi, bye." Yeah. <laughs> the Kanji Club. They're just yeah. eaten. Yeah. So. My problems with the film were more about the Abrams, Abrahamsation of it, um, which is that the same fucking thing they did in Star Trek, which was the universe is small. Like, I mean, Lucas's films made the universe small and that everything took place in the same places yeah. and with re- relatively similar people, which is not, you know, which annoyed me because I like the universe. I want to see more of it. Yeah. In this, it was more the travel stuff. Like, they were in hyper, like in the first movie, they get into hyperspace and then they're kind of, or light speed, and they're kind of hanging around for a while. Yeah. It's like you get the idea. It takes a while to get places. Yeah. Earth to Klingon, uh, it, and it's not even thrown. Whereas in Klingon in Star Trek movies, it's like we're, we're there. Whereas in this movie, it's, it's like, like boom, boom, you're there, boom. I didn't like that, and I mean, I understand. Like, you know, the I know it's screenwriting 101. Show don't tell. The actual destruction of the Hosni system, whatever the fuck it is, like they they've now have a, a you know um, a shock a, a Death Star shotgun. It fires five five blasts at once instead of one. Yeah. And it can kill a whole star system at once. That wasn't really explained well, but also it's again the, the narrowing of the universe and stuff like that. That and everyone can see it. It's like that would be more effective. Remember Empire when they're again just because I watched it. They're in the the uh, asteroid field, right? Mm-hmm. Vader is conferring with the admirals of the other star destroyers, mm-hmm. and one of the guys just does this. He just puts his hands up and mm-hmm. then disappears from the scanner because the fucking rock just hit his spaceship. That's all they need to do. Like Leia confirming with people on holograms about like talking to the Republic and then they die. Yeah. Showing lasers traveling across the sky, it makes everything seem like it happens in your backyard. Yeah. I didn't like that element of it. That didn't bug me. That bugged me a lot. It's like <laughs> you're talking between, between the two of us, this movie's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll spin it back around to the good bits later. I have notes. Um but it just it, you know what I mean, it's it narrows the focus in a way. Whereas like 
if they gave the the Starkiller base a super duper turbo charged hyperdrive, so it was like flash in, boom, flash out, mm-hmm. that could have done something. You know what I mean? But the whole like the lasers arcing across the sky is JJ's only chance to put lens flare in it. And <laughs> you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, apparently, the the girl on the balcony who goes, "Oh shit!" and you're like, "Who's who's that?" Yeah. Why, why do I? Care? Apparently, she is like Leia's envoy in the Republic or something. But that's that's again. Isn't that also uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter? No, I think she's in the base somewhere. Oh, and did you see Christopher Lee's wife? No. Yeah, she was the one uh, treating Chewbacca. You must be very. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like. Mm-hmm. Um, good point. Oh, there's also apparently it's a RTKT. I think it's a RTKT or something like that. There's a there's a pink um, R2 unit running around in that movie in several oh. scenes. Oh. Um, it I missed was, that. It was cre- I didn't I missed it as well. It was created as a um, a gift for a kid who had leukemia and passed away, but like they gifted it to her. So oh, it's in the movie. Now. Was this the kid who got to see the movie? Uh, no, I think it was, she didn't get to see the movie. All oh, right, right, right. Unfortunately, um, um, I mean, there's, so there's there's all like kind of, oh, the, oh, that if we're talking about cameos. Sorry, when Greg Grunberg turns up, I'm like, hey, it's Greg Grunberg. I can't see him as anybody but Greg Grunberg at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a friend of JJ Abrams. You know, you know who he is, right? He's one of the X-wing pilots. He's a chubby, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, the new yeah, yeah, they call yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the Asian guy as well. The, the dude from Heroes. Yeah, the dude from Heroes. The dude from Lost. Yeah. He was Kirk's dad on the fucking phone in Star Trek. He's JJ's friend. He puts him in everything. Yeah. Um. The other one was the what Asian. A, what a great friend to have. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, oh, he always. But the, he was the pilot who got eaten at the beginning of the movie. At the movie of, at, the, at the beginning of Lost. The pilot who crashes the plane on the island. Yeah, of Lost. yeah, yeah. He yeah, got yeah. like he doesn't even you don't even see him apart from his yeah. clothes. There's the Asian guy who's in the base as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was in Lost as well, and he was playing. Uh, that took me out of the movie a little bit. It's like, oh, I mean, I was expecting Felicity to walk through it. Yeah. Um, good point. Let's get back on the good side. Chewie's great. Chewie's great. I mean, when when Ma- I actually, I, sorry, negative again. I don't like Maz Kanata's character at all. Like the design I, I, of the character. I was, I was indifferent. Yeah, I, I was. No, I, I, was I just, I was like, I didn't like. I mean, I. Because I kept wondering who the fuck Lupita Nyong'o was. Because all the trailers, no, she wasn't in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't like her character that just the design of it. I didn't like him, the glasses and stuff, and the kind of weird voice a little bit. The 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 lightsaber thing is is weird. The lightsaber thing basically just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And to say I don't like it, I just don't understand. Yeah, and we avoided spoilers. So I mean, I heard rumors that the original draft started with Luke's hand and the lightsaber like drifting in space or something like that. Right, Apparently. right, and I mean, it, if you see the way again, there's, there's been rumors that, that it seems like they messed around with a lot. Like Kylo Ren is searching out Force artifacts as well, yeah. like Vader's hat, yeah. and this was another one of those. And, so, and something that I found interesting, uh, I was reading an interview with um, the uh, with Michael Michael Arndt, mm-hmm. the, the one one of the, uh, the the screenwriters. I think he was Michael. The, I don't want to do this anymore. Arndt. I, I think he was the guy who they hired to begin with. He oh was, yeah, no, he wrote the script, and yeah. then he left, and Lawrence Kasdan and. J.J. Abrams wrote the rest of the script. But he, uh, he still gets a story. He still gets a credit. Yeah, yeah, he, he still gets a credit. Yeah. But um, one thing in, in this interview, he brought up something that I thought was a very good point, which does sort of – because, like, for people who watch it, it was like, you know, why the fuck doesn't Luke turn up earlier or anything like yeah. that? Um, he was saying that in, the, in, in his original draft, Luke turned up w- much earlier. Yeah. But there was a problem, is that as soon as Luke turns up, you don't care what any of the other characters are doing. Yeah. Um, and that's true, is that the whole movie, you're just – where the fuck is Luke Skywalker? Yeah. The whole movie. I don't think I can't remember the last time there's been a movie where audiences are, be, are like, "Where is Mark Hamill?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. And and it's just, it's it's this whole thing of like, when he. You know, yeah, it's it, it's this whole thing of like throughout the entire huh what hmm. oh yeah throughout the entire movie, 
Pass me the motivator. Th throughout the entire movie, you are just waiting for Luke Skywalker to turn up to the yeah. point where he, where, when he does, even though the movie's already too fucking long, you want it to be longer. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too long. I thought it was great. It was, a, li it was a little bit too the long. Second time the second time around, it was a little bit too long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting thing to bring up. Is like you know, like he turned up much earlier in the original draft, but as soon as he turned up, you yeah. didn't give a fuck what Ray was doing. Yeah. you didn't give a shit about Finn. There is, I mean, there is a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of difficulties in bringing the story to life. I think. Yeah. I think that the, you can give them some slack in that they are remixing a franchise, reinvigorating a franchise, and also passing it from one group of characters to another group of characters. And they want they want to pass on that. that I think. Oh, the other thing about the smallness of the characters of the universe is as soon as you take off the Millennium Falcon, Han Solo appears. It's like rubbing yeah. the lamp. Yeah. That annoyed me a little bit. Also, that ship was way bigger. It might have been way handier yeah. and stuff. And you didn't even get a good... This ship that hasn't flown for years, but this chick can fly it, no yeah. problem. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Not only can she fly it, she knows how to fix every little thing that's wrong with it. Yeah. Let's take a little break from the hate. Um, <laughs> let it flow through you. Um, Just let it in. That's not in the <laughs> film either. That line, the line about, you know, the, the force is strong yeah. in my family, it's not in it either. So we have we, we put a post on Facebook earlier asking people for their comments. Well, for mostly just my friends. Um, Tom Drury says, not as good as expected. Maybe have outgrown the franchise. I wonder, a lot of people might get that feeling, I think. Yeah, I mean. I still think it did a great job. Like, I was, I'm, I liked Ray and I liked, Finn. I mean, Finn was a bit, a, uh, an edge over, com over comedic. Oscar, okay, is it Dameron Poe or Poe Dameron? Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron? That's the new Han Solo. That guy's badass. Like, he's just like. He, Look, no, I mean, he basically, he's just, his character is there just to be an all-around awesome guy. He is an all-around awesome guy. Smoke him a kipper, he'll be back for breakfast. He yeah. is Ace Rimmer. Yeah. But he's cool <laughs> with that, and I think that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nal Murphy says, disappointed Princess Leah didn't wear any skimpy outfits. He'll be even more disappointed he realizes he won't be able to buy those toys anymore. Uh, Winnie Chen Head said, wanted to do a marathon before watching this one, but didn't have time. With little memory of past episodes. Little memory of past episodes? Aren't they burned on your fucking psyche? <laughs> I liked it. It stood well on its own as a continuation. Might even watch it again. Yeah. For someone with no time, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty... I think we're the only people with a podcast about movies who would talk about Star Wars that have only seen it three times between the two of us. Yeah. I mean, I'll see it again tomorrow anyway, but... Um, David Lloyd Knight says, Exciting film. How hard is it to simply enjoy an exciting film these days? Huge. Jeff Head says, I loved it. Mm -hmm. Simple, to the point. Just like this. Yep. And a friend Regina Fu also said, thoroughly enjoyed it. New characters merge and seamlessly with the old. Got my money's worth. Can't wait for the DVD and do a marathon of four, five, six, and seven. I can't wait either. Um, I think it gives you a good idea. I mean, I think if people are just like liking it, not liking it, it gives you a good range of what's going on. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been bitching about the stuff that bugged me. Yeah. But I enjoyed the film. Yeah. I did enjoy the film, you know, and I am looking forward to episode eight because episode seven does leave a lot of questions. A lot of grounds to cover. Yeah. And I just am really curious to see what a director like Ryan Johnson does with a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, and can he get um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, we'll go back to likes. I mean, it is funny. And it is uh, genuinely funny. I mean, It I, is very funny. Well, you said a lot of that comes from Han Solo and you're losing some of that. Finn is a fun character. In a way, he's not the main character. He's almost the C-3PO and R2-D2 character in a way. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've heard a lot of people have drawn attention to that line between him and Poe Dameron. Yeah. Um, where he says, like, why are you helping me? It's the right thing to do. You need a pilot. I need a pilot. 
Yeah. Like, that's a nice, that's, yeah. I think that's Larry Kasdan at work. It's yeah. gotta be, right? I mean, he just, why doesn't Lars Kasdan do more? Or does he do more? He does a lot of stuff, but it's like... Dreamcatcher kind of killed it for him. I mean... I think like it's a good movie. Mr. Gay. Mr. I, I, Gay. I don't mind Dreamcatcher, yeah, you know, but, but that movie kind of killed got, him. It's got <laughs> shit weasels in it. <laughs> um, I do like the idea of two-seater TIE fighter coupes. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of nice nods. I mean, you can tell that... The that hollow chess... Yeah, I mean, this was a movie that was made with a lot of love. I yeah. mean, like, p- people who made this movie clearly love the original movies. Yeah. The hollow chest is a nice thing because it's bolted onto the floor. But when you think about the Jedi ball still being there, yeah. another slight problem with it is that it may be 30 years, but it's not 30 years. Yeah. Not, it, things would have moved on a little more. I mean, Leia does say, like, oh, you're wearing that same jacket. He's like, it's not, a, it's not the same no, jacket. It's, it's, a different, it's a different jacket. Different yeah. jacket, yeah. I mean, but there's not enough hinted at that yeah. the universe has moved on enough. Yeah. There's, there's, I mean, there's stuff that's there just so, you know, just to please the the old school fans. Yeah, like Akbar and Yen Yum. Yeah. Um, still being around. Where's Lando? That's my question. Not yeah. I mean, maybe, I think, was it Kathleen Kennedy or was it George Lu- Who Whoever got J.J. Abrams involved in the first place, they asked him, a qu- they said, like, who is Luke Skywalker was the way they got yeah. him involved. Yeah. So hopefully for the next one, it'll be like, where is Lando Calrissian? Well, the, the whole thing is like, if... If what got J.J. Abrams involved was the question, who is Luke Skywalker? He failed miserably he to follow failed, through. He <laughs> failed miserably to follow through. The movie's much more who is Harrison, who is Han Solo than who yeah. is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Well, it's, but I think it's, maybe that's the new trilogy is the theme and individually it's going to be that. Maybe, maybe, maybe each, each episode will, will concentrate on one person from the old trilogy. You know, the, the second one will be Leia and the third one will be all Chewy all the time. Yeah. And we we still won't know who who is Luke Skywalker yeah. at the end of the day. I mean, what? So it's been thirty years since the last Star Wars. We can assume Luke, uh, Chewie, and Han were together for maybe five, ten years before that. And in that whole time, Han never asked him, "Can I have a go with your gun?" Yeah. Um, I mean, Han, I mean, Han's, I mean, Han Solo's got a lot of funny lines in it. Yeah. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force <laughs> works. <laughs> People are counting on us. Uh, the galaxy is the, counting the on fact us. Is the one place they hide is the first place he locks on the ship. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's nice that, I, again, another podcast that someone pointed out, the fact that he's explained the force to these people who don't read, they know about it as legendary. And he's standing three feet to the left in the seat where he was like hokey religions and um, hokey ancient weapons are no match for a yeah. blaster kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, um, the thing, I mean, there was one part, that we'll, part we'll, where... We'll talk our way out of it was another one. Yeah. It's like, well, like, of course, it works every time. Perhaps not one time or whatever it was. Yeah. And then the kanji club turned up. It's like, you said you promised. You, you s- the kanji club told us you'd sell to them. It's like, I never hey, made a deal with the kanji club. <laughs> and the, meanwhile, maybe you should ask them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, th- I mean, Han Solo was the best thing in the film. Mm. In the sense that he was the glue that really bridged uh, the the original movies with this new one. No, no, no. I, I mean, um, I, 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 Kylo Ren was up there for me. I still think he's a great villain. A great. No, I think, I think Kylo Ren is a great... He was a great... Th- he sh- he was a great villain in the first half of the movie. There is a we should probably uh, maybe the there is a, a, a funnier die sketch to be done about what he's doing while Ray and Finn are running around Starkiller Base because he's just walking from room to room, right? <coughs> it's like a five six minute segment of him just walking and then turning and then walking and then yeah. turning and then walking. Yeah, and it's like I think they're in the cargo bay, sir. Turn walk. It's like it's like what's George Costanza with his fucking folder is looking busy. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know what like you it's mean. a weird mode of him just like you know walking from office to office. Um, but yeah, Han is. Uh, what is the other? Give me Maz Kanata. The, nice, the one nice thing with Maz Kanata is like, where's my boyfriend? 
Yeah, everyone likes that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that Wookiee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway. If she was taller and not so wrinkly, it'd be cool. I, I just didn't like the design of the character. Um, BB-8. Let's talk about BB-8. I thought BB-8 was fine. Yeah. Didn't bug me at all. I thought... This was like literally a guidebook for George Lucas on how to do a character that everyone will love and not let it overwhelm the film. Yeah. He does not overwhelm the film at all. At all. He is like, when he's going down the stairs in Maz Kanata's place, yeah. see how he does that? His head goes forward to pop yeah. back and he's just going... Whoa, whoa. No, I mean, it's, it, it's design-wise, it's, it's genius. It's exquisite. Yeah, it's really nicely done. When he, has, when he fires the ropes at the Falcon, he's yeah, flying yeah, all over the place. Yeah, it's yeah. like, he's chilling. Yeah. When himself... Beautiful moment between him and Finn where... I mean, in a way, Finn is when great in that Finn is... Th- this Finn, bit? He gives the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah with the lighter. Yeah, Finn yeah, yeah. is bullshitting his way through this whole story. I really yeah. like the fact that when they get to Starkiller Base and the whole resistance plan hinges on, if, you know, I think, is it a, a shout-out to Kevin Smith that they said, like, you know, a stormtrooper doesn't know how to fucking install a U-band. He worked in sanitation. Yeah. And he's like, once they arrive on the planet, he's like, Han Solo's like, where do we go? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just here to get wrecked. Yeah. That's a nice character moment. It's not like... it's it's. It, they're building because he is a he's he's basically he starts the movie as a clone almost. Yes. He's not a clone. Yes. But he's in that mindset and he's developing as a person. No, the way his character is introduced with he, his I, friend dying. I, I guess you say with with, with Ray, he is an arc. Yeah. He refuses the call to adventure. He goes yeah. off another adventure with his bounty hunters and then comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the way like that that opening sequence where we meet him and the when when his friend dies. Yeah. I thought that was was brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. I I, I especially loved it the second time I saw the movie. It was Stormtrooper Platoon. Yeah, and the second time I saw it, I re- you really get a sense of like oof, you know I mean when 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 the movie works it really works. Yeah. And there's many aspects of the film that are very clever. Yeah. It's just that. Like the hand on the on the face. Yeah. You know which one's him? You know, and once they but once they settle into Episode Four, the remix, you're kind of like. Mm. Also, Poe Dameron's jacket's amazing. It's a great jacket. It's a fucking great jacket. It's a great jacket. Apparently, I, w- I would, I would take it back. Did you, oh yeah. <laughs> did you notice, like, at the, I, I, did you notice the second time that when they're rescuing Ray, it flips between Ray and Finn? I didn't notice this at all, but I've heard it's a slight snafu. Like, uh, Finn's no. wearing it in one scene, then Ray's wearing it the next, then Finn's wearing it the next one. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah. is um, fantastic. I made up several BB-8 spheros yeah. when I was R2, in Ireland. R2-D2's thing is incredibly convenient. You know, it's dumb as fuck. It's dumb as that fuck. That annoyed me. It's like, what? He was on... Like, He's he on low power mode, and then when everything's fucked, suddenly it's like, oh, the, we need we need to find Luke now. Yeah, it's... Like, it's I mean, again, it, I, I want... I fucking hope they explain that. Because yeah. it's th- it, it's convenient. And yes. It, what was the, the... Is it 22, 23 rules of writing Pixar have? You know, they have them illustrated in Lego and everything. There's like the rules of writing they have for their, making their stories. Convenience can get you into trouble, but it cannot get you out of the trouble. It's one yeah. of those rules. And yeah. that, it's just like, BB-8 was talking, you know, was rolling around with him earlier. It's like, oh, now Ray's there, he wakes up or something. Maybe he's looking for something. Maybe he's waiting for something. But it's like, they need to explain that sooner rather than later. And he didn't go with them to find Luke at the end. Yeah. It's like, just a hard, portable hard drive now. You just plug him in and use him for iTunes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? It's fucking R2-D2, motherfucker. Yeah. Also, BB-8's tiny. Very tiny. I did like the fact... Uh, Poe Dameron yeah. said, uh, I'm looking for an orange droid. One of a kind. One of a kind. One of a kind, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> what does that mean? So, I am interested in the next movie. Like, Of course you're interested in the next no, movie. No, but I mean, there's certain <laughs> things I mean, like, who the fuck is, like, my, they said, like, you know, a, a friend of the resistance or is there an old ally or an something? An old like ally. An old ally. Max von Sydow? Yeah, what the fuck is that all about? Is yeah. he going to turn up? Is, 
Is there anyone cast in Rogue One who looks like a young Max von Sydow? Mm, no. Or the young Han Solo. I mean, where would that... It's not fucking Wedge Antilles. Maybe it was supposed to be Wedge Antilles. I feel sorry for the Maybe that was the role that was supposed to be Wedge Antilles and he wasn't in it because he said it wasn't much of a role. Maybe. That would make sense. Yeah. Wedge Antilles is Ewan McGregor's grand-uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been cool. I mean, Wedge wasn't in it, which is disappointing, but I think he said he turned it down. He's like, no, there's no point, right? I don't get enough time. It's not really... Because he's Rogue Leader for a while in the books. Yeah. Rogue Leader. Rogue Leader. Fucking idiot. Standing by. Hmm... What did you think of the battle scenes with the ships and stuff? I mean, it was it, seeing them in an atmosphere was great. No, um, I mean the action. I thought the action sequences were the least of this movie's problems. Yeah, but they they felt to me like slightly small scale still. Like when you think of the view out the window of the Falcon as they're flying towards the Death Star and all the Tie fighters and you got Tie interceptors and everything yeah. are peeling away from them. Yeah, that shot is more fighters than they're on this entire movie. Yeah, um, I felt a little bit just like taken out by that. Did you see it in IMAX 3D? Yeah. Does the st- I've heard the Star Destroyers pop. Do they pop? A little bit, yeah. Is that good? Because it, it's, a, it's a big fucking Star Destroyer. Yeah, it pops. Yes, yeah. it pops. It's a super Star Destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Um, not enough English actors being Englishy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, you can't beat the originals. Mm. Well, it was lightning in the bottle. Yeah. They've, I mean, done, they've done pretty good at coupling thunder in the bottle. Yeah. They've, they've, done, they've done the best that they can do. Yeah. Um, but you do walk out of there... Thinking, wow, you, you really can't beat the originals. Mm. I don't remember. The, the, you didn't tear up or anything in the first time you saw it. Or I got a little goosebumpy when 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 Han Solo gave his speech from the trailer. About the it was all true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got a little goosebumpy there. Um, yeah, I was there as well. Uh, um, but uh, but that's about it. And and it was and I really uh, I wouldn't say I got goosebumpy, but it, I, it was nice when you know Han and Leia were saw each other. Yeah. And they give the hug. Yeah, and, and that, that just that little moment between the two of them before C-3PO comes in and... Look at my red arm! Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like... <sighs> fucking pointless. Yeah, you know, I, everything I'd heard before that was like, we wanted to show the time has passed, so they gave a red arm. But having him say it was dumb. Yeah. Um, but the way they talked about it, like, I thought... They talked... No, but this is the thing. They talked about it in a nice like, way. It's like, he's like, the bitch you can't recognize me on account of the red arm. I gotta get that fixed. I'm like... With all of the shit you got going on, you're trying to tell me you can't fix a red arm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like with all of this other shit, <laughs> you're surrounded by tech. Yeah. No one's got a fucking you know. gold spray paint. Yeah. And <laughs> um, but uh, the way their conversation carried out was nice. Like I thought you couldn't dare to look at my face. And Adam Driver does look like a young Han Solo, apart yeah. from uh, his nose is slightly too big. Yeah. He does have a weird. I. The weird thing is, right? So I'd heard. I, I've never seen girls. Have you? No. Have you seen Adam Driver and anything else? I've seen Adam Driver in, fuck, I, I've seen him in something else, but I cannot remember what now. Mm, so I, I didn't know. What I, I saw him in um, uh, this ensemble movie, fucking with Jason Bateman and Tina Fey. I can't remember what it's called. Mm. Um, he, he was good in it. I uh, oh, was it the one about the the nuts? No, oh. no, it's not about the nuts. Okay. Um, but I, I honestly didn't know what he looked like until he took the mask off. And then I thought, like, he looks like a badly, like a caricature of Harrison Ford in a way. The nose is a bit too big. The hair is a bit too content. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that Harrison Ford says, like, you know, I thought you didn't want to see my face. I thought that made sense because it does look a bit like him. Mm. And she's like, you idiot. Come on, just stop. <sighs> is there anything else we missed going through this? So who is Ray? Who do you think Ray is? You think? I mean, do you have any theories? I mean, so well, I've heard some about it. It could be Obi Wan Kenobi's granddaughter. 
Okay, you see, here's here's the issue with it. <laughs> here's the issue with it. She's either can, she's either um, Obi Wan Kenobi's granddaughter. She's either Luke's daughter. Yeah. Or she's I, nobody. Or Kylo Ren's sister. Wait, it's it's uh, you know, but none. But at the same time, none of those work. Work. They're, they're the only ones that make sense. But at the same time, none of them really work. Especially the line in the trailer, the force is strong in my family. Yes. Unless it's the so, line he says to Kylo so, Ren. So like if you're doing it like by terms of elimination, the one that makes the least sense is that she's Kylo Ren's yeah. sister. Although he does perk up when that stormtrooper tells him they escaped Jakku with a girl. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's so there is some but but if if she is his sister, then how come neither Han Solo or Leia know who she is? Know who she is? Yeah, or mention it at all? I mean, or or even sense anything? If yeah. like she's str- if Leia has some force with her, yeah. How come she doesn't sense any of it? Now, now, so now I think I think again we'll talk about things are going to be separate so later. Like, so Snoke does say we must stop Skywalker being from from being found to stop the rise of the new Jedi. Yes. So yes, and clearly she is the new Jedi. She's a new Jedi. Um, but. If she's Luke's daughter, yeah. then again it goes back to my issue with Luke's storyline is that essentially, so he is repeating to have sti- one, yeah, no, to have one parent ad- uh, uh, abandon their child is careless. To have two do it is what's the what's the Oswald called? Careless, careless, unfortunate. To lo- have one parent abandon their child is unfortunate. To have two, two parents is is, is well, to lose one parent could be conceived could be seen as a misfortune. Yes. To lose both parents could be seen as carelessness. Yeah. Um, but basically, what it means is that if she is if if Ray is related to any of them, it means that the heroes of the original tr- trilogy are massive assholes. Yeah. Which again would be an interesting, um, you know, so it, it's an interesting way. It's an interesting way to reframe the trilogy. Well, when you think about it, we all thought we would be Luke Skywalker, whereas when it turns out, we're all Anakin, we're all Anakin Skywalker. No, but it's no, but it's not just that. It's that if I mean, even your hair looks like a fucking. Machine. It's it's not just that. It's it's not that if if she's Luke's kid, then it's not he's just the, it's not just the fact that he abandoned her. It's the fact that he's a deadbeat dad. It's a it's a it's a it's a blow by blow following of Anakin. Yeah. Because the Jedi's are supposed to be monks. Yeah. <laughs> They're not supposed to get involved. But I mean, and if she's Obi Wan's granddaughter, when the fuck did that happen? I'm doing the Clone Wars cartoon show. Um. <laughs> One of the things I think that balance of the force, I think the Jedi, I think maybe again George fucked it up, but the Jedi and the prequels, they're massive assholes. They're all fanatics. Yeah. They're all fanatics. They're all lunatics. Um, you know, balancing the force is just getting using the force in your accountancy job. Yeah. It's not going around telling people what to do and stuff. I'm hoping as well for the next movie to do a bit more on the design front. Like you know, again having watched uh, Jedi uh, or Empire and seeing like the hospital ship, yeah, kind of cool. Or the Moncal cruisers, or the you know the the transport, even the transport ships they use to evacuate Hoth. Yeah, we just get X-wings and Tie fighters from this, hmm. and now the Tie fighters have a red stripe, and they fit two people. And the X-wings, they go black with orange stripes, and they have. There's this weird. Have you noticed this thing? I mean, you you haven't seen Rebels at all, have you? Have you seen any much of Rebels? Uh, no. The Chewie character in Rebels talks English, but his design is based squarely on the Chewie, the Ralph McQuarrie Chewie design. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be this whole, like, weird sect of people who love Star Wars who are involved in Star Wars of putting um, Ralph McQuarrie's designs back in place. Mm-hmm. Like the X-wings in the original trilogy have round, perfectly circular engines. They've got four circular engines in the middle. 
or on the body of the ship. Yeah. Whereas his artwork, if you ever see, like I think it's on the cover of like um, the Art of Star Wars book. Mm-hmm. The engines are semicircular and they're along on top of the wing only, not underneath the wing. Right. And I think in the Force Awakens they use that design. Right. And there's an awful lot of things that happen in Star Wars Rebels, which is still in continuity as, as far as I know, it's still canon. If you uh, need an idea of what's still canon, the Hype Geek, uh, the guys I write for, they did. They got an artist to do what's still in canon. Unfortunately, um, a caravan of courage and an Ewok adventure are no longer. <laughs> um, but they did like Rebels is still canon, and Rebels is introducing a whole load of like Sith Inquisitors, mm-hmm. who are like Vader's subordinates. Mm-hmm. They also put Vader in the show, which is kind of cool. Like he's searching out the last Jedi and stuff. Um, I mean, it's still interesting. Uh, universe to explore i'm slightly worried about the fact that poe dameron was supposed to die i mean again i think they're a nice troika like we had luke han and leia um i mean we'll see it's the it's the beginning of a new trilogy yeah so let's just see Um, i enjoyed it i I know i enjoyed it i was not bored I and and the, and and there You're just were very enthusiastic when you're giving out about things. And there were place and and there were moments where I was enthralled. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was it was it's by no. I mean, I'm bitching about what I had issues with. Yeah. But I am not talking about what I liked, and I liked the rest of it. It's basically he has a thirty foot ice cream sundae, and he's bitching about the pea he found at the top. Pea is probably the wrong thing. Pea is the wrong shit. But I wouldn't say dog shit because if you had dog shit in your ice cream sundae, you wouldn't eat any. It's like when, you know, it's like someone gives you... you like walnuts? It's like when you... <laughs> Is that a zit? <laughs> Do you like walnuts? Uh, no, I'm not crazy about walnuts. Do you ever have walnut whips? Do you ever do anything but take the walnut off and throw it at somebody? <laughs> I don't hate walnuts to the point that I, I'll throw it out. But it's kind of like, you know... If, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, that... <laughs> when you're on a date with someone... Who orders pecan pie and halfway through the pie she she announces she's allergic to nuts. <laughs> Wait, is there nuts in this? <laughs> As their face swells up and they have the anaphylactic shock. It's pecan pie. <laughs> Pecans nuts? Yeah. Are they what's that word? <laughs> nuts of the word. Uh, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. I'm gonna go see it's it again over the weekend. It's good so. to, <laughs> it's good to have you back. I'm gonna see it again over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah. I guess that's it. I guess that is it. Um, if you uh, agree with us or don't agree with us, you can email us at podcast at mcgappenfries.com. That's podcast at mcgappenfries.com. Or you can uh, uh, give us some comments on Facebook or you can blast us on Twitter. Yeah, I'm so on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash mcgappenfries. And on Twitter, it's at mcgappenfries. Yeah. Or um, if you'd like to uh, give a shit individually, I'm uh, at gavyap. That's uh, if you want to give a shit individually, it's at gavyap. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I, what that feels like. I like Star Wars, so you can, if you want to say like, "Hey, good cast," uh, you could say that I'm at at McNasty Prime with the MC like McDonald. Um, <laughs> yeah. May the force be with you. May the force be with you, and also with you. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs>